Welcome to For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and this is your number one source for all things sports, health, and fitness related. Oh, hold on, Coach. What does For the Health of It stand for? Good question, Austin. The For and For the Health of It stands for our four principles, which are mindset, movement, nutrition, and recovery. Okay, cool. Let's do it for the health of it then. Awesome. Okay. Welcome to another edition of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and today we have with us Sarah from Sarah Jane Fitness. Sarah, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. How are you? Doing quite well. Doing quite well. So, Sarah, let's tell. Uh, let's start off by telling us uh, you telling us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what you're in? You're a personal trainer, right? So, go ahead and tell us your whole spiel. Yeah, so I'm a fitness trainer and I specialize in women's strength and conditioning. Um, how I got into fitness, I lost 65 pounds just from, you know, changing my eating habits. Um, I was dieting before, but I stopped dieting. So um, by no, no longer dying and um, strength training. And so now I help other women do the same. Um, basically, when I first started, I was in, you know, corporate America, just like most um, career women doing really well. I'm always super stressed about my job, wanting to put my best foot forward, always uh, being the first one and the last one to leave, which caused a lot of weight gain because stress and eating out all the time and entertaining clients. Um, and at some point in time, my job became um, stressful, a burden. And so I had to realize, what am I going to do to lose weight um, so that I can feel better? So I started off by dieting. And I will say this, I, in the beginning, it did work. Obviously, I'm not here to say diets don't work. I'm here to say that they're not long term because the whole time I lost the first three months, I lost 30 pounds. Um, though, you know, most people would be excited about that. I was still miserable. Like I would drastically cut calories in half for no reason, just to say that I did so that I can get my health in shape. But it wasn't until that I uh, met some coaches um, within the strength training arena who taught me, he was like, you're going to stop dieting and you're just going to eat like a normal person. And you're going to work out a couple times a week. You're going to drink water. You're going to go to sleep and you'll be fine. And literally like I was better than fine. My confidence went from like four to like 50, you know? And so now strength training is like a way of life for me in addition to other forms of training. And it's what I help women do, especially, um, you know, older women, women in corporate America, because it's like, who has the time to be in your corner? I don't have the time to do this. I'm running a business. I'm running family. I'm doing all these things, but I'm not taking care of myself. And so, I, I make it my business. I make it my ministry um, to cater to those women. Okay, good deal. Uh, you said you said you were in corporate America. So, what exactly were you doing in corporate America? So, I was a sales manager. Um, I worked in the wine industry, so I did a lot of um, entertaining guests um, and clients through wine. Um, that was my job. So, um, it was. It, it's a normal day when you pouring a glass of Merlot at two o'clock in the afternoon. But though it had its ups and downs, it was more so um, very stressful because there was a lot of sales involved in, um, in a male-dominated industry. Okay. Now, I, 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 I'm kind of interested. So how did you get into that? Oh, goodness. Um, so I, my, my background, my marketing background um, is in uh, marketing. Um, and so when I, my senior year in college, um, uh, one of the uh, distributors I used to work for, um, well, I'm sorry, one of the manufacturers, excuse me, came and recruited at my school, a big well-known brand, but, you know, we'll keep their name out of this for advertising purposes, um, recruited me. I was in their management trainee program. Um, they was looking for people who had, you know, who was 
bubbly and loud, but really more so that they can train to be a salesperson. And so I had the bubbly and loudness part um, and they wanted to train me to start being in their management program. So it was more so college recruiting. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, My next question is uh, how long have you been on this fitness journey? Um, I started my personal journey as just for weight loss in 2013. I was about 226 pounds. Um, it took me about a year and a, about a year or so, year and a half to like really lose the weight and keep it off. And then I started like becoming a strength training coach um, shortly after around end of 2014 and going into 2015. So almost about six, five years now. Okay, that's cool. That's real cool. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's talk about your athletic background. Have you, did you ever like play any sports or anything like that? I did it. And I'm 5'11 and I get that question all the time. Like, did you play basketball? Did you play volleyball? Here's the thing. I, as a taller girl, as a taller woman, I did want to, I just, I was always, you know, in school, I was always, in, you know, president of this or some type of club or whatnot. So I didn't really put myself into sports. And again, my parents didn't push me into it. Um, I will say that when I started strength training, when I started CrossFit, I did enter the competitive arena, um, not just as a coach, but as a as an athlete. And so a lot of my strength training or athleticism does come from uh, competing in, strength, in CrossFit competitions. Okay, so you have competed in CrossFit competitions, like the regional and whatnot? Yeah, um, the open, yes, the open and, um, of course, local competitions, you know, with, throughout the city and throughout the state. That's pretty cool. We're going to come back to that in a little bit. Uh, so you said you lost 65 pounds and it took you about a year to get to really where you wanted to and uh, try to keep it off. When did you know you wanted to be to help other women get to where you've been? Um, within, at, once I started, it was the second half. So the first, like I said, first three months, I lost the 30 pounds. The, the I guess within the next six to nine months that 35 pounds of being in a community of um coaches who and and other athletes really pushing themselves i would get done with my workout like lightning fast and and instead of just going home i would just stay and encourage people and so from there my coaches were like grooming me saying like you are like you do this naturally you do just want to you know help and encourage people with us and i was like yeah sure and so i didn't even know i was coaching then i was just doing it And I think that's when it clicked to me that I like doing this and I was doing it just to after a workout rather than doing my own job. And so it clicked around the end of the first year for me that this was going to be something I needed to pursue. Okay. And do you, uh, do you still work in corporate America or are you 100% a coach now? I don't, uh, I don't, um, I do have some partnerships and stuff like that, but as far as the corporate side, I, I no longer work in corporate America. Nice, 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 nice. That's, that's what's up. That is what's up. So do you, uh, do you own your own company or? Yeah. So I, I own my, a full training business. So prior to COVID, I was doing more so just personal training, one-on-one training, um, just like everything else, everyone else in this world that completely changed for me, changed the game. Um, I will say there's been so many blessings within this pandemic, not obviously um, from a personal level, not globally. Um, it forced me to um, really get out my comfort zone and, you know, start taking my business online and training women online and, you know, virtual training and online training, investing in business coaches. And so because of this pandemic, I was able to launch a, a very successful, you know, 
um, online training business. And that's what's up. That is what's up. Uh, and you said your clientele are are, are typically uh, older women, not not geriatric older, but you know, uh, mature women, and they're uh, more in corporate America. Yeah, either if not corporate America, they're nurses, they're doctors, they're um, you know teachers, they're you know working women. They usually have a family um, and take you know husband and kids and stuff like that. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, and just just to fill in a little background for everybody, I think me and Sarah connected on was it the Blackest Blackout page on on Facebook? It was one of those pages. I, I'm not. Yes, sure. it was. And uh, I always see people post things on there, and I never see anybody reply to anybody on there. So I was like, man, you know what? I, I got to. I, I I made my post. Nobody replied to me, and I started looking. I said, I'm gonna find anybody that has to deal with fitness and health and fitness or sports and whatever and i'm gonna reach out to them so I, that's how i found your page and that's why i reached out to you and it was like three or four more ladies on there uh so far i think i had well all if it was four three of them reached back you being one of them uh so i appreciate you for reaching back out and handling that for me well i appreciate you for reaching out i know that page that um, I think it was like around Black Friday-ish, you know, everyone's, of course, putting their business out there as they should. And so it was very busy at that time. So even that you were able to say, I'm going to connect with somebody is, is huge in and, of, in and of itself. So I thank you for having the mind to set to say, like, I want to connect with someone as well. Good, good. Thank you. Thank you so much. So uh, let's talk about the five components of physical fitness. Uh, and before we talk about that, let me get, because uh, I want to pull them all up and make sure I don't misquote myself. I sound horrible saying this. Uh, five components of physical fitness are muscular strength, muscular endurance, cardiovascular endurance, uh, flexibility, and body composition. So, Sarah, I want to ask you, uh, which do you feel is most important? From a trainer perspective, um, honestly, they're all important. Not, not one is greater than the other, and here's why. Um, to say that word fitness is just, it's such a buzzword in the industry, and it's such a buzzword outside to normal people, that it, it really just means being well-rounded, right? And in order to be well-rounded, you can't be super muscular and not know how to run, and not know how to be flexible, and not know your body composition. And so all of all five of those components, if you truly want to say I'm a fit individual, which we don't measure fitness by, we should, um, all five of them are, are, are it's, a, it's equal pie. It's a 20% out of the entire 100% of the pie. Nice math on that too, because I was like 20? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. okay. That, <laughs> uh, good job on that. Uh, nice. Because <laughs> I, I, I had to second guess myself like 20? Okay. But uh I appreciate that. Now I want to ask you, because you have you have been on a weight loss journey uh, mm -hmm. and a new year is coming up. So I want to know what advice do you have for somebody that wants to get in shape or get fit and stay fit? Do it now. Like there's no point. Even I, I, I struggle with my clients with this. Um, you know, not all of them, some of them, um, you know, like I just want to take Christmas off and you know we'll start back up after the holidays and 
and, and, and I get it. Intuitively, it makes sense. Let me eat and drink and do whatever I want for the next couple of weeks. And, and then January 1st, I'm going to be back at it. But let me tell you something. That makes absolutely no sense. What you could have done on December 22nd, what you could have done on, uh, you could still do on December 22nd. You don't need to wait till January 1st. Matter of fact, I, I, I don't even want to take it to that point, but who's to tell you you're going to be here January 1st? Like you're, you're saying, you know, I was reading online. I cannot remember, but the, I, I screenshotted it. Um, procrastination is the assumption that God is going to give you another chance, a second chance um, to do what you could have done today. Um, and ever since I read that, I'm like, yes, like there's no reason why you should put off what you want to do January uh, today, January 1st or January 2nd or whatever. I will say um, there's no need to restrict yourself. So enjoy the holidays, right? Drink the wine, eat the turkey, all that stuff, eat the cake, but don't be, don't be overindulgent. What, when people say, I want to do a new year's resolution, or I want to wait until the new year's, what they're saying is I, I'm not ready to face the idea of being better. I'll put it off when it's a buzz for everybody. I'll do it for a couple of weeks because let's be real, we're going to do it. Most people will do it for all of January, potentially all of February. March, March, cool. First week of March is, is cut off. And so I would say start building yourself to say, I'm going to do 10 minutes a day. I'm going to do 10 minutes where I work out. I'm going to eat um, three meals a today. And one of those meals is going to be extremely good for me. It's going to be nutritious. It's going to have you know, protein and good fats and a good carbs. And I'm going to drink, what, two bottles of water? Now, for someone who's never drank any bottle of water, that's huge. And so I think the fitness industry does a really good job of um, putting out body images to make people feel like, well, I'm a long way off from looking like her. And so let me just, let me do what I want until I get to a point where I want to get. But here's the thing, if you don't start, how are you going to get to the point where you want to get if you keep putting it off? So that's my, that's my soapbox. Um, like I said, I was talking to a few of my clients about not putting it off and not taking the holiday break because you feel you want to give yourself permission. And you can give yourself permission to enjoy the holidays. Just don't give yourself permission to do it every day, all day for two weeks and then start January 1st thinking you're going to go out the gate rolling. That, that was amazing. And if my wife, my wife is in the other room and if I don't know if she can hear you, but if she can, when this interview is over, she's going to be like, whoever you were interviewing, I love their opinion because I, I hate when people just say they're going to take the holidays off and get ready. Everything you said, she, I've heard from her before. Uh, so yeah, no, nah, great, great job. Great job. Is she in fitness as well? Uh, yes and no. She's a physician. So, uh, okay. so yes, she kind of, but uh, no. So yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> uh, I hate to make it awkward right there, but uh, let's let's talk about CrossFit. I want to I want to circumvent. Oh well. Well, yeah. You said start now, and then you said just basically that yeah, ten minutes. So yeah, you said the getting in staying there. So yeah, that's that's good. Now I want to ask you about CrossFit. Is okay. Is that the first type of gym you went to, or? So tell me about uh, when you first started going to this. So when I first started with CrossFit, it was not the first gym I've been to. Um, of course, you know, like most people, I had a gym membership. I would go. I wouldn't do anything. Or if I did, I did a couple of reps on the machine. And so 
I thought I did something but didn't, right? And when I leave, I would leave feeling like I did something, but not really. When I stepped into a CrossFit gym, um, for those who don't know, CrossFit is basically strength training. It's Olympic lifting all in one. Um, it is a no frills type of gym. It's a no, you know, this isn't 24 hour fitness. Come in, do your work, load your bar, go home. And so even that mentality of, we're not here to play games. We're here to get the work done. It was something I had to snap out of because, you know, before you go into the gym, you sit on the machine, you may do a couple of leg curls and be on your phone and then go to the treadmill. Like with CrossFit, there's structured workouts, right? And the breaks are far and few between, um, but they're there. And so walking into that environment was interesting. It was tough. And I, and I get the whole intimidation factor behind it. It's actually one of the main reasons why I stepped away from coaching because um, I would invite, you know, other ladies and friends to come work out with me. And there's this stigma, oh, you do CrossFit. You're like, oh, I'm not coming. Like, you you trying to be, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know? And it's more so because it was it was more so they thought it was hard. When really it, it was just more take out all the BS from going to a regular gym and just get the work done and go home. And so that was one of the main reasons why I was like, okay, I need people to know that this workout is doable. You do not have to be a five-star athlete. You do have to put in the work. You do have to focus. And no, we're not here to play games. Um, and that's why I started off on my own. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And so tell me about when did you first, your first competition? Oh, uh, my first competition was, believe it or not, was um, right when I started CrossFit. I think it was a couple months after. Um, my coaches strongly encouraged me to you know, there's several divisions, novice, scaled, and RX. Um, obviously, novice being a beginner, RX being advanced, and um, skilled being intermediate. And they was like, just do the novice, like, you'll be fine. And I still have those videos. Matter of fact, I'm, I need to pull them up again. Um, I, I watched these videos to this day, and I cringe. That first competition was tough. It, it took a lot out of me. I felt like I was a competitive athlete. It was awesome, but it was exhilarating and so exasperating at the same time um it's a day of literally just working out for five six hours um of course you have breaks in between um i was frustrated i cried um because i felt like i sucked and now not only do i suck on my own i suck in front of <laughs> hundreds of people you know hundreds of people are watching me suck and that was embarrassing you know but it also um was humbling too because it taught me like how long do you want to suck? Do you want to keep sucking or do you want to keep getting better? Um, and I remember breaking down at my first competition because not only was I physically tired, like my I was tired, tired. Um, I was embarrassed. I was like, I saw some of the videos. I looked, I was bigger too. And my coaches was like, you, you're, you did great. Like how many people can say they just started CrossFit a couple months ago and they're doing their first competition like that in and of itself is unheard of and so they gave me the pep talk i want there's like what you're feeling right now is insecure and what you're feeling is stress and the only way to get over this is to keep doing this and so i took a couple of days off because i was tired i never worked out like that and literally um after those couple of days i went back to the gym started working even harder because i was like next time i want to go to a competition i don't want to suck as much so Nice, nice, nice. So when was the last time you competed? That's a great question. Well, this is 2020. Last time I competed was 
2016, 2015, 2016. I can't remember. It's between one of those years. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, you ever thought about doing like strong woman competitions or anything like that? I have. I've been asked many times. I've been approached about it, and um, I have no interest um, any in doing it. And here's why: for no other reason why, because it it's different. That told, those type of competitions are for more physicality. It's for more aesthetics, where strength CrossFit was more for um, endurance and muscular strength, which I like more. So I didn't want I didn't want to work out to look, you know, buff and um, broader. And then strip down. I just I wasn't interested in it. Okay, all right. Uh, only reason I asked, I had uh crazy enough, I had a 2018 World Strongest Woman on, and she uh she started off in CrossFit, and she was like, you know, I sucked at it, and she was like, my coaches were saying, but you are like just stupid strong. Like it doesn't make any sense how strong you are. So how about trying this? And then she tried it, and needless to say, like she was successful at it. So that's that's the only reason I asked. One of my good friends um, who I did CrossFit with, and I was thinking of bodybuilding, sorry. Um, that's why I didn't want to do bodybuilding. She's actually the exact same way. She wasn't that great at CrossFit uh, as well, um, but she did Strong Woman, and that she turned it, it was night and day. Like, she loves it because it's for more power um, and where CrossFit is for more endurance. And so I like the endurance side, and she rocked at the power side. So I have a friend like that. Okay. So she can get on too if she wants. Huh? She can get on the podcast too if she wants. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, oh man, what happened? All right. So uh, I want to ask you, now I know what you do. Uh, I know how long you've been doing it. Now I want to ask you, what is your why? And what I mean by that, uh, I've seen a video of a guy named Michael Jr., I think. And he was at he was at some kind of conference, and he asked the guy, uh, "What does he do?" And the guy said, oh, "I'm a music teacher." So he had the guy sing like "Amazing Grace," and uh, it was just like blatant. It was a black dude. He just "Amazing Grace" as typical as can be. He said, "Okay, that's good." He said, "Now, I want you to sing the song again, and I want you to sing it like your uncle just got out of jail after 30 years." Uh, your best friend was shot as a little boy, this, this, and this. And then, like, he gave the most soulful rendition of what's your why, uh, of Amazing Grace. So now I want to know, why is Sarah Jane into fitness? For me, it started with wanting just to be a better version of myself, to be comfortable in my own skin. And yes, for aesthetics. What it grew into is a way of life, um, especially as somebody who my spiritual gifts, um, naturally, I, I, I'm a go-getter. I'm, I'm very determined. It doesn't take a lot to motivate me. But then when I realized not many people are blessed that way, um, it, not many people have the ability to just get up and do it for themselves. If they could, they would, right? The information's available. Everything I'm saying, you can literally Google, which is why I don't, I have no problem educating the public. But when I stepped into the fitness industry, it was really catty, it was really competitive, and it was, wasn't about helping people truly get better um, and, and really be in their corner and really advocate for them. It was more so about either selling products or clothes and and supplements, none of which are bad, but never really taught that woman how to do it for herself. And so 
for me, it was like, okay, well, I can either get in, get on board with what everyone else is doing, or I can really educate my client and say, look, I, I, I love training and, 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 and I'm the secret sauce. That's, that's why you train with me. Again, everything I say is Googleable. Everything I say, you can find on YouTube. But the thing is, do you have someone supporting you throughout this journey? Do you feel like, dang, if no one else cares about my health or fitness in this regard, I know my trainer does. I know Sarah does. I know she's going to accompany me, support me, and, and, and invest her time and talents into me because I'm busy doing it for other people and not for myself. And so when I realized that the majority of my clientele are women who, even after our workouts, we sit and chat, they just, they just want to feel heard, want to feel supported. And, and that's not hard, you know, and that's, again, that's something I naturally do. I I often thought of it as encouraging people um, through my story as something I overlooked. It was like no big deal. Uh, until I started really spiritually looking into the Bible that even being an encourager is a spiritual gift. Um, not many people have the ability to, you know, go through their own crap and then tell people, okay, I went through it, but I'm good. I'm going to help you get through it. Um, and I'm going to stick with you until you get it, until you feel comfortable that I can do it on my own and I don't want nothing else. Um, so that's why. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. All right. Uh, so we're running short on time, but before I get you out of here, I want to get you to drop your uh, whatever social media social media handles you may have and plug whatever you want to plug. Absolutely. So um, my my Instagram, which I'm most active on, um, at I am Sarah Jane. I am the word I, the word am, and of course my name Sarah S A R A H Jane J A N E. Um, right now, I have, like I've been telling my clients and I've been telling social media, if you follow me there, um, we need to start working towards January goals now. We're not going to wait till December 31st. We're not going to wait till January 1st. We could start working right now. And so my program, Build to Breakthrough, is an eight-week program where I'm literally walking, um, you know, working mom, coaching moms through doing the exact same thing. We're talking about nutrition. We're talking about eating. We're talking about sleeping, managing stress, all those things that I know you deal with because I dealt with it. We're going to deal with it now, even in, during Christmas. I got you with support. So I, I have an application. Um, you can apply. It's open. We're going to, the program starts January 1st, January 5th, excuse me, but we start as an individual, me starting as your coach, I start now. And so that is available um to you can apply on my instagram page as a it's literally there's a link that says apply now and if, Corey, and if you want i can provide you with that as well um but yeah online training um virtual training whatever type of training obviously if you're in texas that'd be personal training but more so the online aspect of doing it today because i'm in your corner now great good good news good news good news all right so this has been another episode of for the health of it uh i'm your host Corey and k pat paget and I just want to say a very special thank you to Sarah Jane. Thank you so much. Thank you, Corey. I really appreciate it. Yes, indeed.